Welcome to the Financial Futurist Podcast. I'm your host, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. Bloomberg News ranks me one of the top financial forecasters in the world in my role as the president of Prestige Economics. I'm also the chairman of the Futurist Institute. And on this podcast, we talk about markets, business, and future technology. This is the Financial Futurist Podcast. This week on the Financial Futurist Podcast, we'll be talking about the global economy, the Eurozone, the Euro, and Bitcoin. We'll talk about these subjects and more on this week's episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast. In the coming week, the IMF will release its global growth forecast. The most recent forecasts from October 2017 show that growth in 2017 significantly increased over 2016 and that growth in 2018 will be even better. This outlook is likely to remain the same in the data that comes out on January 22nd. The IMF will be releasing its forecast from Davos, where the World Economic Forum is holding its annual meeting. This comes at a time when the global economy is on solid footing, especially the Eurozone. While the U.S. economy has been doing well, and a number of other economies have seen their growth expectations ramped higher over the past year, it's the Eurozone that's been particularly strong. In January 2017, the IMF's forecast for growth in the Eurozone for 2017 was only 1.6%. The actual growth rate looks like it'll be above 2% and the growth for 2018 looks similar. The policy of quantitative easing implemented by the European Central Bank, along with negative deposit rates, has been supportive of Eurozone economic growth. In fact, the Eurozone manufacturing PMI, a leading indicator of economic growth, has been above 50, conveying expansions for 54 consecutive months through December of 2017. The January figure is likely to show a 55th consecutive monthly expansion. In December, the Eurozone manufacturing PMI was also at an all-time record high. And while Europe is strong, the European Central Bank will be meeting this week to decide its policies. No change is likely this week, but change is coming. The strength in the Eurozone might now still have only engendered a relatively low level of inflation at 1.4%, but with growth near record levels and the economy on fire, it's only a matter of time before European Central Bank policy turns more hawkish and the quantitative easing program ends and deposit rates turn positive. These factors present upside risks to the euro in the year ahead. Prestige Economics is currently ranked the number two forecaster in the world for the euro and we continue to have a bullish outlook for the year ahead. But the euro isn't the only currency with upside risk. Other foreign central banks are looking to tighten monetary policy in the year ahead. And while those tightening measures are likely to be modest, the foreign exchange markets are likely to respond relatively quickly, and more quickly than global growth is likely to respond. This is one of the reasons we see downside risk for the greenback against most major currencies through the balance of 2018. Because even though the Fed will be raising rates, other central banks are coming to the party too. The Bank of Canada joined the group last week with its third rate hike in the last 12 months. We also see upside risks for the Canadian dollar through year-end. I'm Jason Schenker, and you're listening to The Financial Futurist Podcast.
Beyond currencies, we should probably talk about Bitcoin and other digital currencies. In recent podcasts, I've discussed the potential for token currencies, but also the regulatory risks and some of the inherent problems in the whole system. The fact that it's not clear who founded Bitcoin, how the decisions are actually being made, and concerns about its use and that of other tokens and digital currencies in international markets was bound to raise the eyebrows of regulators. This has happened in just the last week or so, with the U.S. Secretary of the Treasury arguing that Bitcoin should not become the new Swiss bank account, and the Vice Governor Pan Zhongsheng of the People's Bank of China noting in a memo that pseudo-financial innovations that have no relationship with the real economy should not be supported. China and the United States don't often agree on different regulatory frameworks, and the fact that they are both on the same side of the issue when it comes to Bitcoin should be a cause of concern for those worried about regulation and oversight. Bitcoin has lost a significant percentage of its value since the beginning of the year, and with more regulatory pressures likely to come, there could be further downside risks. In the world of currencies, the fact that the dollar is likely to fall is a reality that will take a back seat to the potential for central banks and governments to make significant moves against digital currencies. This saga will play out in coming weeks and months, and and could have some implications for tech investors overall, especially if confidence is lost in these kinds of new age, cutting edge assets. But regardless of what happens to Bitcoin, blockchain is likely to be a critical technology for trade and the overall economy. Regardless of what happens to digital currencies, blockchain is likely to ascend in a very strong fashion. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Financial Futurist Podcast with me, Jason Schenker, the Financial Futurist. You can follow me on Twitter at Prestige Econ and check out my website, jasonschenker.com. On jasonschenker.com, you can sign up for my weekly newsletter to make sure you're getting the latest and most important information about markets, business, and future technology. Until next week.